ancient Rome, Middle Ages, Renaissance, and everything in between. Hop in, buckle up, and get ready for a thrilling ride into the past. I'm Mrs. Walters. And I'm Mrs. Castrilla. And together we will be Road Tripping Through History. Welcome back to Road Trippin' Through History. I am Mrs. Castrilla, and today we are finishing up our special medieval cribs and the people who lived in them series. And we will be with the parish priest. Today we will be visiting the parish church on the manor, and William of Wickham, this manor's priest, will be showing us around. Good day! Hail and welcome! I am very excited to show you and your faithful listeners around my sacred place. Thank you. So before we begin the tour, can you tell me, what led you to enter the priesthood? Were you a serf and maybe wanted a different life? Oh, no, no. If I was born into serfdom, that is all I would be able to be as a serf. Serfs are bound to the land and can't do anything else besides be a serf. My father was a freeman, a commoner. I got the chance to go to school and I actually was a secretary for a while. I did not get ordained until much later in my life, in my 40s. My goal is to eventually be a bishop, but to be honest, few men from my humble beginnings make it up that far. But it is not unheard of. The Lord of this manor appointed me to run this parish. I am also known as a rector. I go by either title. That's pretty impressive. You've made it to your 40s in this time and place. So since this is Cribs, can you tell me, do you live at the parish? Yes, I do. Since I am son of a free man, I do not come from wealth. There are priests that live on plots of land called glebes, but those priests usually come from nobility. They chose the life of the church because they might have been the second or third born son and did not have much opportunity to inherit the family property, which goes to the first born son. Well, as we stand outside the parish, I can see that this building is constructed of stone and rock. Yes, yes. You can see it is long, but there is a tall tower portion of the building. All the construction is very simple, with plain arches for the windows and doors. Follow me inside. As you can see, this is a very large open room with pews. The walls have a collection of religious artwork. My room is further down the hall, and it is very humble. So what are some of the roles you play in the community? Oh, I am very involved in the community. I join in on all the community celebrations. I preside over baptisms and weddings. I also conduct mass. I also educate the children from families that are from nobility or can't afford it. Therefore, to be a high-ranking parish priest, you must be educated yourself. That's very interesting. So can you tell me then, what, time, what types of things do you teach? I only teach selected students, as I said, and it is not much. I teach students to read and write in Latin, religious studies, obviously, philosophy, and rhetoric. So I heard that the king of the area felt it was very important for local children to be educated. 
that it helped with battles and the overall success of the manors. Yes, yes. Outside of the spiritual responsibilities, I also have a strong role in governmental decisions. I handle governmental transactions, and I keep records of deeds and also witness business transactions. You can say my role is very important when on this manor. Not only do I keep the community spiritually connected, but I also make sure that things are running smoothly outside the church. Just the other day, I was offered a job by a local nobleman to be his personal secretary. I am very busy. So do you have to pay taxes like others on the manor do? And if so, then how, how do you make money? Well, I do not have to pay taxes since my profession is considered to be noble. But local parishioners have to pay a tithe to me, which is a tenth of what they produce each year. This might be in the form of money, crops, eggs, milk, or even animals. So I notice outside you have your own little bit of land to farm. Yes, that is my very own glebe. The land is given to me so I can provide my own living. It is 100 acres, quite a good size, enough space for me to grow my own crops, and also I can grow crops to sell. I like to work my own land, so I have not hired anyone to work the land for me. Well, I don't want to take up too much of your valuable time. Thank you again for being on Road Trippin' Through History's special series, Medieval Cribs and the People Who Live in Them. And to our faithful listeners, thank you for joining us. Next time on Road Trippin' Through History, we will be visiting Florence, Italy, and experiencing the Renaissance.